Welcome to Productive Flow, where we answer the eternal question, why can't I get myself to do the things I know I should be doing? If you want natural productive flow and higher levels of success without all that struggle and self-judgment, this podcast is for you. Now, let's jump in. Hey there again. So today I want to talk to you about um, my working schedule because a lot of people, uh, when they feel like they're having a productivity problem, they're like, I cannot fit it all into a day. And I have a really like amazing work schedule and life schedule. And to me, it's all one in the same, right? Uh, when I say one in the same is that my dream life, my ideal life that I'm getting to live every day right now, that's amazing. Um, it includes my work because my work is a big part of me and who I am and what my purpose is and what I do in the world, right? I love it. Love every aspect of it. So, but I still have to put boundaries around that time so that I don't get stuck working too much and not living enough. Um, because uh, if you love what you do, it's hard to not do it. And so it's easy to get overwhelmed and feel like, um, you know, you're not spending enough time with your family or, um, you know, you don't have time to do some of the things that you really want to enjoy, or it, it's, it's actually really easy to get burnt out, just really burnt out on, um, you know, the work that you love, because if you're, if you're stuck in a place where you're doing it so much and you, to the exclusion of all else, you start to resent the thing that you're most passionate about doing. And who wants to go there? Like, I don't want to go there. So um, this last year, 2021, I uh, set up my work schedule and I did this because, um, you know, I was in uh, Tiffany Newman's Legacy Brand Foundations program. I know I've been talking about her a lot lately. Hey, Tiffany. <laughs> but um, I loved her program. And one of the things that she had us do uh, is very similar to what I have my clients do, which is... Um, you know, she said, you know, if to visualize your destination, so I call that setting your GPS. And, you know, I do this with my clients all the time and I had done it for myself, um, you know, but I had not done it to the extent that she was having us do and specifically around your business. And um, so I did that and I realized as I was listening to it, that um, I recorded myself saying it from the you know, present level perspective. And I, I heard myself saying, talking about my work schedule. And I was like, why am I not doing that now? Like, there's no reason that I can't be. <laughs> so I immediately changed my, my work schedule around to suit what that dream schedule was like. And so that dream schedule was that I worked three weeks out of the month and that I did not work Fridays. And so I just started doing that. I started shifting my programs so that my program supported that schedule. So my one-to-one -one coaching went to three calls per month on week one, two, and three. And week four was an off week. And if there was a week five, that was an off week. And I only took clients Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, which meant I only had eight clients because I only take two in a day. So, and then I was like, I am most productive in the morning. So I wanted my calls at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. Eastern. 
And that was the only offerings I had. Like, that's it. (laughs) And so I had the exact schedule I wanted. And so I could get up early in the morning. I could do like whatever writing, meditation, you know, anything I wanted to do in the morning. And then I'd have a call at nine. And that would end at like 9.45, 10, because they're 45-minute sessions. And then I would have that break until 11 o'clock. And during that break, I could check my emails or, you know, talk to my my team. I could, um, you know, help my kid. I could do whatever I wanted to do, right? And then at 11 o'clock, I would have that next client call. And that would finish around 11.45, 12. And then at that point, I could run a webinar or teach a class or do a live challenge or write up some emails or... Um, you know, like for marketing stuff, I could look at new program. I could, you know, learn something. I do whatever I wanted to do. Right. And then by two o'clock in the day was when my, my energy started to wane. And I realized that time of day was the time I wanted to do other things. That was when Zane would come up to me and say, Hey mom, I want to watch a movie with me. And I'd be like, yeah, buddy, let's do it. You know? <laughs> so it, I realized that that was something that I wanted to do. So as this last, this last year has gone by, I maintained that schedule um, the entire year, like without fail. It was great. And then what happened was at the end of this year, as I had uh, restructured my my program offerings and moving into group programs versus one-to-one, and I realized that I had a, a few clients that wanted to stick with me like come hell or high water, they're staying kind of thing, you know? And then some that were kind of not done with their program yet and some that were finishing up their program. And so I was like, okay, so I'm not going to take on any more one-to-one clients. Like, nope, not doing that anymore. And I'm going to focus on these these three group programs that we're going to be running this year. And so I said, you know, one of the things that I want to do is... Uh, we like to take our RV out on the weekends. And so we usually leave on Friday and we come home sometime on Monday, which meant that three of those weekends, I was making my Monday calls from the woods. <laughs> I was like, hey, that's all right. It doesn't matter, right? But I realized how great would it be if I didn't have to make any calls from the woods and I didn't have any calls on Mondays. And since I was starting to phase out my one-to-one program, I said, you know what? I had two clients that were finishing up their program. So, okay, that works. And then I would move. I had one client that was on Monday that had actually requested to move to a different day. So I did that. And then, so I only had calls Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And I thought, I am now taking Mondays off too. (laughs) So for me now, my schedule is I'm working 45 hours a month. 45 hours a month. Now, a lot of solopreneurs and entrepreneurs are out there working that amount of hours or more every single week. I'm doing that per month, okay? And so I wanna talk to you about that, how I did it and uh, what that looks like for me, okay? So Mondays and Fridays, Saturdays and Sundays, I am off, I am not working, okay? Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I have my 9 a.m. and my 11 a.m. coaching calls, okay? That's it. So. Um, Everything else fits around that. I'm still only working till two. I'm still only working the first three weeks of the month. And I can fit in three different programs, three different group programs during that time period. I can fit in my six remaining one-to-one clients in that time period. I can fit in um, my recording these podcasts in that time frame. I can record, be guesting on other people's podcasts 
in that time frame. Um, my marketing emails have been pushed off. Um, I'm doing a few of them, but some of, a lot of them are being done by my team. Um, publicity is being handled by my team. Uh, social media is being handled by my team. I can fit my team meetings into that time frame. So everything is happening for me work-wise, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, between 9 a.m. and 2 p.m. And that's it. So um, now I will say that my one-to-one clients do message me and send me messages from time to time. And I absolutely love hearing from them. And when they send me a message, I respond to them. And I respond to them in my time when I have the availability and the wherewithal emotionally to connect with what they're saying and send them a message back, okay? But um, there are boundaries and expectations around that that are realistic on both sides. And so that's something that I continue to do. And so sometimes I get a message and it's outside of my working hours. I don't wait until my working hours start again before I respond to that message. I respond when I feel comfortable responding, okay? So that's something just to be kind of a full disclosure about how I operate, okay? Um, When I am doing things that I might consider businessy, but aren't technically working. So this could be like reading a book that I feel like is going to help me improve my business or my work in some way, or my skills in some way, or I feel like this knowledge is helpful for me. I'll use it to help my clients. I don't consider that working. That's something that I'm doing as part of who I am. It's research. I love it. It doesn't feel like work to me. It feels like relaxation time. I might be doing that in the hammock, up in the woods, in the mountains. Okay, it feels good to do that kind of thing. So I don't count that as work time. And that definitely does not happen between that nine to two, Tuesday through Thursday timeframe. I might go shopping for something that I need, um, you know, work-related items um, or something. I might be looking at programs that I'm interested in taking or something that I want to, you know, put one of my, my team through. Um, you know, those are the kind of things that I don't necessarily do on any schedules, just kind of when I feel like it. Right. So, um, but the, the daily work stuff, it is a 45 hour a month job. That's all it is. And I have to say with that, I'm collecting income from multiple, multiple streams, right. And not just from my company, but from other companies, from referrals, affiliate program partnerships, things like that. Um, I have a downline with EXP, uh, exp realty i have um you know a affiliate partner with uh, scout and seller with their wines and now olive oil um and not because of the olive oil but because of the wine <laughs> and i have um a, a a partnership with doTERRA because we we yeah, i i use all the all their products not just the essential oils but the other stuff because it's all natural and i like their products and um so we have that as well And what else do we do? Just other people's programs that we refer to. So um, Tiffany's program, I love referring people to her, you know, when it's the right fit for them and it's the right timing for them. Um, Selena Sue's programs are amazing. I refer people there. We have an affiliate partnership as well. Um, So it's just, you know, it's just different, different types of things like that. So, but it it does create multiple income streams for me. So, um, and even with EXP, like there's a, a stock share program too, when I bring on people or, you know, they make sales and it's, you get stock shares too. So that collects an income as well. So, I mean, there's a lot of different revenue streams that I have in my business model besides just me coaching, whether that's my one-to-one clients that I still have or these group programs that we've been formulating, right? So it's, it's a growing and thriving business model. 
and I still only work 45 hours a month. Okay. Now, um, a lot of people, they don't, they're not coaches. Okay. So they have a different business model and their business model may require them to have more, more time that they're putting into their job. And that's okay. Right. Like when we choose what we want to do and who we want to be and what our purpose is, there's going to be different requirements on our time. As an entrepreneur, as a sales professional, you know, if you're a realtor or a mortgage broker or something like that, that, you know, what you're doing in your company for yourself, right? You're, there are going to be demands on your time. And I could certainly be saying, I'll book as many clients as I can get. I'll take on the one-to-ones. I'll push the group. I'll create multiple groups. I'll, you know, do this, this, and that I could burn myself out and I could put in more effort and more hours and make more money. And, but to be honest, I don't want to make more money at the expense of my freedom because I got into this business, not just because it's what I love to do, but for the freedom that it would allow me, the flexibility in my lifestyle that it would allow and, and that's a huge part of why I love what I do, right? And so you get to create that, okay? Because you're an entrepreneur, you get to create it. So, I mean, even, even for realtors, and I use that as an extreme example because there are a lot of realtors I know that are working 60 and 80 hour weeks. And that is cray, cray, crazy, okay? Like cray, cray, crazy. And I want you to know that even as a realtor, which is, it can be a very high stress job. It can be very intense, very labor intensive, uh, very client centric and always a like a one-to-one experience with you and your client. Um, there are ways around that too. And there are ways for you to be super productive and work a whole lot less than you're working, okay? And it really has to do with starting to build out your team starting to understand where your income comes from, where your leads are generated from and how, and um, automating a lot of your systems and tools, okay? Um, I, I personally, I love eXp because of how they they set that process up and, and how well it works and that you have four potential income streams um, being an agent with them. So I love that, right? So part of it is kind of like, what system are you locked into, right? So with realtors or, you know, maybe your financial advisor or something, it's like, it, it doesn't matter. There's, there's a system <laughs> that you're part of that you're underneath somebody else's main umbrella, right? Whereas like for me as a coach, I'm not under anybody's umbrella. I mean, technically I am with some of these other income streams that I have, but for me as a business and as the productive flow brand, um, I I'm an entrepreneur, right? I'm not under that umbrella. So in those cases, you know, I I'm creating my own schedule. You as a realtor, whatever umbrella you're under, even if it's your own, you still have the ability to structure your own time. Okay. And that's important because you need to be able to create an entire lifestyle that works for you. Okay. And that lifestyle may need to change periodically based on where you're at in your life. Want to learn more about Productive Flow and connect with other business owners and salespeople on the same journey? Then go join our free Facebook group at ProductiveFlowGroup.com. It's free and you'll also get access to special content and resources. See you inside the group.
when I had little babies, this was not the schedule I had. (laughs) And I'm just saying you can't have your own schedule with little babies. It's just your schedule is more unpredictable because it's harder when you, like everybody says, okay, we'll train your kid to sleep. Not every kid is trainable to sleep. Okay. Not every kid is. Some kids like Zane stop taking naps at a year old. It's like, that's it. We're done. No more naps ever again. He literally never took another nap after 12 months. And so, um, but like with Henry, he was still napping when he was four years old, five years old, he was still taking a nap in the afternoon. And so also Henry was very quiet. He would stick very, very close to me and just play quietly with his toys. Zane was always climbing up the walls, right? So he needed to be monitored constantly. So I don't want anybody to ever make you feel bad about the fact that you're so stressed out because you have like littles at home. Like I get it. Okay. And, and even, um, pets can be that way. You know, like my, my son has a a small dog that has a lot of health issues and a lot of, um, anxiety and security issues. And that dog needs to be, um, monitored and supervised a lot through the day. And so he feels like he's limited on time because he has the the dog as his responsibility. Um, I have a client that feels the same way about her dog. So, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you have to realize is that, you know, wherever you're at in your life you're going to make choices and and set priorities and boundaries. Boundaries is a big thing because your time is your time. Okay. We all get the same amount of time in a day, in a week, in a month, and we get to choose how we use it because we are independent. We're not under somebody else's thumb. Okay. Even if you're a realtor or, you know, something like that, where you're under a bigger umbrella, bigger corporate umbrella, you are not under somebody's thumb. You are an independent contractor. Okay. So you are an entrepreneur, you are independent and you have control over your time. Okay. So I want to make sure that you understand that, that you acknowledge that to yourself. I want you to like, look in the mirror, like right now, go find a mirror. Okay. Go find a mirror, pause this, go find a mirror (laughs) and then say, look in the mirror and you looking in the mirror now. Okay. Are you now? Okay. (laughs) And I want you to say to yourself, I'm in control of my time. I get to choose. I am in control of my time. Now, if you have one of those handy dry erase markers like this one, okay, dry erase marker. If you're watching this on YouTube, I'm holding it up. Right on your bathroom mirror. I am in control of my time. Underline it. Exclamation, exclamation. Okay. Because you are, you're in control of your time. And that's an amazing thing, okay? So I want you to write down, okay? This is one thing I love doing is creating a time journal, okay? So if you've ever journaled your food, which a lot of you might be doing now because it's January and that's where we go in January, right? When we we say we want to lose weight and be a different person. We had a show about that a couple episodes back. So be sure to listen to that one (laughs) about resolutions. So what I want you to do, is like keeping a food journal where you write down everything that you eat. Instead, I want you to keep a time journal and I want you to write down everything that you're doing. I want you to write down, here's when I started it. Here's what time I finished it. And then I want you to write down how you felt during that time period. Like if you felt stressed or you felt scattered or you felt, you know, just like, like your inner, you had no energy, you were drained. Um, or if you felt happy or excited or, you know, like motivated, whatever. I want you to write down an emotion with it, okay? I want you to do that for like a week. And I know that's a big ask, but there's a huge reward at the end of this, okay? So be sure you do it. So just keep a time journal. And it doesn't have to be anything fancy. Like, you know, I have a remarkable 
theme book thing, notebook thing. I highly recommend that. It's amazing. Um, but, um, just use like a paper notebook or whatever, or your phone. It doesn't matter. Just use something and just make a note of these things. When you started, what you did, when you finished and how you felt during that time period. Okay. Track it for a week. And then I want you to go back and I want you to look at that week. And I want you to say to yourself, where can I lump things together? What can I eliminate completely? What can I hand off to somebody else? What can I add? And that's where it gets into, you know, you might want to shift some things around in your time, right? But you may also say, here's some things I wanted to do that I didn't get to do because I didn't have enough time, okay? So when you when you have this whole journal out for the week, what happens is you realize where you're wasting time. And that's a big one. Like I used to really waste time looking for my keys until I gave my keys a home and I was just consistent at always putting my keys in their home. (laughs) And then I never lost my keys again, like never. Um, I don't look for my bag. I don't have to look for my shoes. Um, I don't have to think about what I'm putting on my body that day um, at any given day. I don't have to think, what am I going to eat? I don't have to wonder when I'm going to the store. I don't have to think about when my laundry gets done. I have a system for all of it. And you're talking to the biggest hot mess, disorganized disaster that ever walked the face of the planet, (laughs) okay? And I've managed to put that stuff in place. So if I can do it, then you can totally do it. Like no excuses, you can make this happen. So um, yeah, it actually feels really good. Let me tell you, like it feels amazing because now, well, let me first say, before I say what it feels like now, I want to first tell you that my assumption in creating like a time-blocked calendar for myself was that um, I was going to choke and die. (laughs) There was no way I could be that kind of structured. It was not going to happen. And so when I really finally started to put this stuff together, um, I realized that it was... um, a very satisfying feeling of security and expectation and assumption that felt really good. It was like, I could expect to have clean clothes, not expect to have to go through the dirty clothes and like throw something in the dryer so it wasn't wrinkled and smelly to put on. And yes, I did that. like probably more often than I'd like to admit. Um, But that's the kind of thing is like, it's just, feels so good to know that like you have clean clothes in the closet. It's so good to know that your house is clean when you open the door or when somebody comes over. It's so good to know that when you get in your car, it's totally spotless. It feels really good to have that. And so what I, I realized is that I don't have to be the one doing it all for one. And that there were ways that I could save time. There were ways that I can move things around. And that what was most important was me getting to live the life I wanted. Okay. And so then it just became, how do I make this happen? And so keeping the time journal is where it started. And then really identifying, like I had a time block calendar for years, but I was just overworking myself thinking, this is what you're supposed to do. And if I don't do this, then I'm lazy. Wow. Like that was a word, right? Like lazy is, that's a word. And it's a very self-deprecating word. (laughs) And I realized that I'm not lazy at all, but I, because of what I do, 
because I need to be creative. I need to be passionate. I need to be um, open. I need to be in a positive state of mind to do the job that I do and do it well. And for me to have that, I can't work myself to the bone. I have to have a lot of free time. I have to be able to indulge in the things that make me feel relaxed, balanced, calm, peaceful, and happy, joyful, right? Like Marie Kondo, like what brings you joy? (laughs) Does this bring you joy? You know, I kind of started living my life. Like I've only seen a couple of her, I think I saw two episodes of her show, which I thought was pretty cool. She's awesome. Um, I am not that organized. I don't want to be that organized. Um, But I love the thought of, does this bring you joy? And I really, um, I really did run with that because I realized that I wanted a life that was going to bring me joy. And the less that I work, the more my team grows. And it, that seems counterintuitive, but it's true. So the less I work, the more team, my team grows. Um, and it's happening with me working less first. And that's the part that I'm saying is counterintuitive. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm working less. My team has grown. My business has expanded. And I'm able to do more of the things I love. That sounds pretty awesome, right? So I want you to start with your time journal. See where that takes you. I'd love to hear your comments on this and what your experiences were from the time journal. Um, I would love to be able to respond to those. So, um, you know, put a note, uh, drop a comment in on YouTube. Or um, if you want to send me an email, you can do that too on the website. Um, there's on the contact page at angelachristetaylor.com. And uh, let me know how you're doing with that, with your time journal and what happened. And if you got stuck, like, let me tell you, okay. When I first did my time journal and then I tried to put a, a, like a calendar together from understanding how I was spending my time and versus how I want to spend my time. It took me about six weeks to really get a schedule that I felt like worked. So just know that if you make a schedule for a week and like, it doesn't work out, don't beat yourself up, just tweak it until you, you know, get to a better week. And then tweak it again and get to a better week and tweak it again until you feel like, oh man, this week was awesome. I loved it. And then stick with that one, okay? Until it doesn't work anymore. Because like I said, when I had littles, I had a different schedule. That's okay. Different littles required different schedules, as I mentioned, right? So just don't make yourself feel bad because there's no reason for it, right? You are where you are right now and it's always fixable. So let's work on fixing your time schedule so that you have more time for the things that you love and you're putting less time into your business with a greater effort in your business, if that makes sense. Okay, so love to hear your thoughts on this. Be sure to drop me a comment and I will talk to you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening. And especially thank you for sharing the show and leaving a review on iTunes. Every time you share the show, you are potentially changing someone's life. Want to learn more about Productive Flow and connect with other business owners and salespeople on the same journey? Then go join our free Facebook group at ProductiveFlowGroup.com. It's free, and you'll also get access to special content and resources. Now, stay tuned for the next episode of Productive Flow.